0: everybody. This is Kate Chudley. I am the new face of Bookshop Media and the co-host of Stay Determined, an Undertale podcast, along with Kevin Ray. The premise of this podcast is to share something that we both love, the game Undertale. We're going to be transforming some of the themes, talking about what they mean to us, sharing our love of the game, and generally interacting with you lovely fans out there. Uh, we are very excited to deliver this first episode to you. It is not without error. Uh, at one point, we take one of the Undertale Monsters' whimson and refer to it as Wismer, which is a Pokemon. We go on a Pokemon rant though, so it's fine. Our bases are covered. Uh, but other than that, we really are excited to deliver this first episode for you. We hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening and stay determined.
1: When I was a kid, I used to um, to get butterscotch on like everything. It was my like dessert of choice. Right. And I remember uh, Dairy Queen. Oh, yes. And uh, I, there were two places I went. I went to a, a Tasty Freeze when I was in uh, Florida for the summers. Uh-huh. And I went to Dairy Queen when I was up here in Georgia. Yes. And uh, in both of those instances, um, the places I liked to go were the ones that had the uh, butterscotch dip. Like oh, my God. The With tone. the co- oh, Yeah, they just yes. dipped it. And uh, like, oh, man, friends of mine were like, that's gross. Butterscotch is awful. No. And I love it. Love butterscotch.
0: Did you get new friends after that? (laughs) No. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. I
1: don't need that kind of negativity. My new friends became the little butterscotch discs. Oh my god.
0: (laughs) Like the the candy wafers?
1: Yeah, the ones that are always in your grandma's candy bowl? Yes. Yeah, you're only supposed to take, uh, like, one. One. But if you take four, you're a monster. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Listen, I take the whole dish.
1: I I only brought up the candy bowl because, like, um, do you remember going through the ruins and finding the candy bowl?
0: Oh, Yes.
1: Did you take more than three?
0: I don't remember. You know, I really don't remember.
1: Like, were you a good girl and only took like a few?
0: See, you asked me this question, was I a good girl? Because actually the first time I started up Undertale, the first time I started, somebody had recommended the game to me and I was like, you know, I've heard a lot about it. So I think I should give it a try. I <laughs> I opened this game and I murdered Everything. Like, I got tutorial, and I was so convinced that I was like, well, I just have to get past her. And then I felt so terrible that I restarted, and but, Flowey made fun of me for restarting the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does that. Mm-hmm. I um, I only mentioned it because, uh, because the candy bolt that candy bowl, if you take <sighs> only a few, it's fine. If you take, I think it's four, the candy bowl tips over.
0: Does it? Yeah,
1: and if you try to take another candy, it says, uh, you monster.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) It calls you out for being selfish.
0: That's so funny. But it's one of the better
1: healing items early in the game. So it's like, you you know, you want to take it, uh, but, you know, you're not supposed to be greedy. Because it says just take one. Yes. And, you know, I blatant disregard.
0: Right. Yep. Um, That was before I knew the difference. That was before I knew there was a pacifist and a genocide run. And, mm. you know, me being a seasoned video game player, I thought that you were supposed to go through this game and just kill things and level up and get experience points. Well, and I then mean, it turned me on my ear and proved me wrong.
1: You do go through and you get LV and uh, EXP. Just not what you think.
0: Just by murdering innocent things. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, what that frog I'd ever do to you? Uh,
0: it looked at me funny. I it don't know.
1: Existed in your general direction? Yes. Yeah, you murder hobo. <laughs> are you homeless
0: uh well i fell down a hole
1: okay you're homeless and you're murdering you were a murder hobo i
0: mean wow you're really not wrong yeah that's all it
1: is (laughs) i really i really enjoyed um early early on especially in the ruins with uh, the music uh being that unsettling yes and putting you in a state where you don't really understand what's going on and the first interaction you have is with flowey
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And that that initial betrayal of trust. Yes. It makes you want to just not trust anything after that. Uh huh. But you have that choice. Do you do you let one betrayal define your life, or do you let the person who showed you a different um, a different side? influence you more right because at that point you have the choice to just kill everything before it kills you right. kill or be killed yes or do what toriel did just yes. be better
0: yes oh toriel <laughs> goat mom goat mom goat Mom. toriel is one of my favorite characters in the game she is that first presence that you meet in the mm-hmm. ruins um but she kind of just right from the get-go she has this uh, i don't want to say imposing i'm tempted to steer away from that word but she's just this force of comfort and home
1: yeah um, you don't like she was a she was an interesting character for me because I didn't want to disappoint. yes like that that is that is very difficult to um, to portray in a game that you you have a character that you know your actions are being watched and the game is watching your actions right And in that instance, you don't want to disappoint this thing this 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 character this this person and in in Toriel's case you don't want to dis, you don't want to you know disrespect or disappoint goat mom because right. it, it's like disappointing your own mother
0: it is and that's what's funny about it because it's like you're not my you're not my real mom uh you don't know who <laughs> this character is you're not my mom exactly you're like i don't know you but at the same time you immediately don't want to disappoint her
1: my mother Uh, My mother is a loss prevention officer. She is also an office manager, and she is uh, everything business. And Uh despite all that, she's a very warm, loving, and caring person. Right? Um, She is funny. She's hilariously funny. She sent me a picture today. Um, She bought a skeleton for her office.
0: (laughs) Tis the season.
1: Yeah, tis the season. She bought a skeleton for her office because it is the season. And she... She had to carpool it with her. Uh-huh. So she gave it some drinks, put a hat and sunglasses on it, buckle oh it up and use the carpool lane.
0: <laughs> Your mom sounds awesome. Oh, God.
1: She, she forgot it was in there when uh-huh. she sent somebody to her car to get the drinks.
0: Oh, my God. Did they get the, Did she get the weirdest look ever?
1: No, that guy got the, the crap scared out of him. <laughs> but uh, she's one of those people that like I thought about that like so hard. Right. Every time I was going through it. You know, I didn't want to disappoint. I didn't want to disappoint Goat Mom. Right. And I still don't want to disappoint Goat Mom.
0: I mean you're better than me. I killed Goat Mom the first time. So you Monster. I am the worst human being ever.
1: I had a unique experience. I, I, I think it was I think it was pretty unique. When I figured out I didn't have to kill anything, I didn't. I wanted to see how far I could take that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, no one had spoiled that for me, no one had let me know. I just wanted to to see how far I could take it. Right. And I wanted to spite Flowey in his stupid flower face.
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy.
1: Yeah, like, dude, you tell me, you tell me it's kill or be killed and you'll kill eventually. And I'm like, no, I'm better. Th- you know, Goat Mom said I'm better than that. And she didn't kill you. Right. Like, <laughs> I talked to the dummy because I don't want to hurt the dummy.
0: I forget how my interaction with the dummy went. Yeah, you probably killed it. Probably. You I monster. Mean, <laughs> I'm garbage. I'm like Napstablook, I like to lie on the floor and feel like garbage.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I like to lie on the floor and just feel like garbage.
0: <laughs> yep, but then the universe appears above me if you wait long enough, so... I mean, it's an even trade-off.
1: Did you have a Napstablook in your life? Uh,
0: I've known people like that, but never to that extreme. Were, um, were you the Napstablook in your life? Maybe I was the Napstablook.
1: If you cannot identify the Napstablook, then you are, in fact, it the Napstablook. It must be me.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a friend like that. I did. Um, not so much that he lied on the uh, the ground and felt like garbage, but, like, he was super, like, he was very friendly, but he was incredibly awkward about uh. it. And, like, he just wanted to please the people around him, but he had, like, no self-confidence. Right. And I, I felt so bad for him, but, like, not, I wasn't friends with him out of pity. Uh-huh. I just, I, I wanted him to understand that he was way better than he gave himself credit for. Right. Cause like 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 to blue. if I could cry myself a hat made of uh, like a top hat made of tears, I would.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: That's a, that's a great superpower. <laughs> like
0: super great, I that have is. a top hat everywhere, and it's like liquid. Yeah. I'm imagining like a watery top hat that just doesn't it doesn't like melt when you put it on your head. Yeah. Dapper Bluk. Yes. Oh my God, Dapper Blue.
1: But like you know, like that was the thing about him, though, and I, I feel like there's a lot of people that are like this. They're really awkward. They don't. They don't feel so confident about themselves, but they're so good at creating, right? Uh, be it music, be it top hats made of tears, be it whatever they have. They're so good at just. Creation. His his thing was art. He was, he was super great in art. Uh, I, I hope that he is doing art now. I haven't seen him since high school. Right. But I remember that he was uh, designing websites the last time I talked to him. Mm-hmm. But he was using his art for a thing. But that was his thing. It was his outlet. He was good at that creation. And then he would lie on the ground and feel like garbage.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've met a lot of people like that a lot of really just supremely talented people, but either they don't have a lot of friends to support them or they don't feel that good about themselves. And it's like, oh my God, I can see your eyes light up when we start talking about this thing or like whatever it happens to be. Like you can just see the passion, but there's no, they don't have the confidence to back it up.
1: I, I, I always wonder if, if nobody looked at Naps blue and was just like, nice hat
0: just nice hat <laughs> nice hat because
1: i mean like you you tell him nice hat and he he gets a little uncomfortable about it but he, he kind of gets, gets more cheerful
0: yes <laughs> um
1: but i like i think that that draws back to like the whole the whole experience in the ruins is to me all about uncertainty yes your intro introduction to dungeons like 101 mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you've started your adventure uh-huh. this is the beginning dungeon music but it's also a little unsettling right and you're not sure what it's supposed to be yes and that uh, the whole thing is supposed to even the monsters are unsure mm-hmm. frogget uh in particular when you battle him uh he is unsure when you compliment him he doesn't know how to react to what you're saying
0: <laughs> i remember that Wizmer.
1: Yeah doesn't want to fight Whismur's afraid of you Uh uh-huh. she's so self-conscious she just leaves
0: Uh-huh. Just and like away.
1: I, I might get your feelings on this because like I I, I remember I remember uh, Yes. was Froggit the frog or was Froggit the thing underneath the frog
0: mm, I think Froggit was the frog
1: Are you sure it wasn't the thing underneath the frog and it was just using a frog as a as, as a front
0: oh my god I don't actually know the answer to that
1: because there's two little eyeballs beneath him Right, but not in the eye sockets, huh? So it's like is is it a is it a front is it a mask?
0: Are we dealing with like a Mimikyu situation here? <laughs> oh like, my god, Mimikyu is so cute. I know. I love Mimikyu.
1: <laughs> I want like seven Mimikyu's. Yes, yes. <laughs> not to not to go on a Poke rant, but I wanted a team of Mimikyu. Yes. <laughs> so like, can I have a team of Froggets and Whismers? Oh my god, Froggets and Whismers. I just tell them they're worth it and Hell tell them yeah. to fight fight harder. Just
0: build them up and they'll do whatever you want. So another thing, too, while we're on the subject of the ruins, um, I think I think the the uncertainty motif that you bring up is particularly important because not only are you... I mean, you literally fall down a hole in the, <laughs> at the beginning of the game. Your character falls down in a hole. You wake up in a pile of leaves, and you're like, okay, what the hell is going on? I don't know where I am. I don't know what's coming at the end of the tunnel. It's actually kind of similar to me
1: surprisingly
0: uh not to drive this conversation around but you're fine Uh, you
1: you drove a lot of things so you can drive this conversation
0: I did drive a lot of things so I
1: distance too
0: oh yeah (laughs) and it was a long road because well I'll get to that in a second the little obstacle that we hit along the way um so I graduated college in May Mm -hmm. and I knew that When I graduated college, I did not want to stay in New Jersey. I had been born and raised in that state my whole life. The garden state. Absolutely. Sick of it. (laughs) (laughs) Totally sick of it. So
1: so you came to like the sweaty, sweaty, sweaty Georgia?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's been really hot and humid, but... uh...
1: Well, just wait for a 70 degree... uh christmas uh day
0: we had one of those in new jersey that was kind of weird we were all like it's really strange that it's 70 degrees and (laughs) like not snowy on christmas because you know up north we're going to work in two feet of snow it hits the ground and we're like well i guess i still have to get my snowshoes on and come in let me hook up my sled dogs and you know
1: (laughs) well you have something to look you have something to look forward to um you have something to look forward to down here uh down here, if there's a flake in the air, the the whole state shuts down.
0: <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing that because you're not the first person I've heard bring that up. And, Mass uh, panic. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard the term snowpocalypse used unironically.
1: Um, we called it the snow apocalypse uh, for for reasons I will get into later.
0: Okay, yeah. Looking forward to hearing about that. Um
1: we'll save that one for the snowdin conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's good for a snowy day. Oh, quote. to save it for a snowy day. <laughs> well, uh, what is
1: a snowy day, but like a rainy day but colder?
0: That's true. It's just frozen water. Yeah. That's all it is. So but
1: specifically frozen water in a different way. Otherwise it's just hail.
0: Yes. And hail hurts. And I've hail. also experienced it. It hurts hail. like hail. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. yeah <laughs> finger guns. That
1: one's for our editor.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I graduated college, knew that I was super done with New Jersey. Like I need to get the hell out of this state and start my life somewhere else. And I like, I had friends down here, had you had Mm. a handful of friends here. So I said, why the hell not? And I packed up my life. And I drove all the way down. That's, what, five states away, yeah, I think.
1: Yeah, you fell, you, fell uh, you fell down a hole.
0: I did. I fell down a hole into somewhere hot and humid. And <laughs> So
1: you skipped the ruins and went straight to the core. I did. I did. I yeah. went
0: straight to the core. And right. it's it's been interesting. But so <laughs> far, so far, I'm absolutely loving it here. But the reason I bring this all up... Oh, before I do, before I explain myself, uh, the obstacle I ran into while driving down here. Actually, I was kind of prepped for the heat of Georgia because two hours into my road trip down, uh, my air conditioning decided to fail.
1: Nope. Yep. You had Like 11 more hours. Right? Yep.
0: It was, we were in somewhere in Pennsylvania and we were like, Hey, is this thing blowing hot air? Yep. It's blowing hot air. And it was, it was like a 90 degree day.
1: Yeah. And you came in like August. Uh huh. So like
0: it was like the middle of August. Oh
1: god, it's like the armpit days of uh, of of the year for Georgia. Yep. It's just it's sweaty and it's <laughs> gross. Yep. It's humid. Uh, like a lot of a lot of people really just you don't understand it, and like I know you're from from the north, so like I know you weren't like people tell you all the time. Georgia heat is just a different heat. Uh huh. Um, and now that you've experienced it, I think you understand when people say Georgia heat's different. It's miserable. Yes, it is just a sweaty jungle. It is with none of the cool stuff that jungles have.
0: Yeah, no, it's just the <laughs> miserable part of the jungle—the sticky, mosquito-laden heat. Mm, yeah, because
1: I spent summers in Florida when I was a kid. And Florida's hot, Florida is very hot. it's hot and sticky as well, but there's usually a coastal breeze right. We don't have moving air in Georgia. It's like the the AC <laughs> is constantly broke on yep. our state
0: yep <laughs> so i I had enough preparation yeah on my road trip down. We were <laughs> sitting there just just. Baking in our seats. (laughs) Melting. Yep. By the time we got to our landing place, we were like, I just need a shower, maybe a bottle of water to replenish, you know, the fluids in my body. Mm -hmm. But so far, I do not regret this decision to move at all, even though it was interesting to say the least to pack up my entire life and I left behind. The streets that I knew like the back of my hand, and my family, my mom and dad, are still up there in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. We talk every day, but it's not quite the same as being twenty minutes away. Now I'm what thirteen, anywhere from thirteen to sixteen hours away, or two hours by plane. But
1: yeah, yeah, and I've made that that plane ride before because I went up for a, a wedding. Right. Yes, a trip. It is a trip. It is a trip. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, like while we have a really big airport, um, often we get like if we want to go to, to Jersey or something, we right. ended up getting like two hours in Boston or yes. something just hanging out. <laughs> Which is uh, weird. I hate overlays. Yeah. I like, having to wait somewhere for another flight to show up.
0: I mean, it, <laughs> it depends on where <laughs> I am, because a couple summers ago, I actually went to South Korea to teach English for a month. You taught English in South Korea? I did for a whole month, and it was the first time I had ever left the country. So on the subject of uncertainty... Do
1: you speak Korean?
0: um, Sort of. I actually, I left the country knowing more than I did when I came. I tried to learn. I tried to know survival phrases, like more than just, hello, goodbye, thank you. I need help. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But let me tell you... um, on that subject of South Korea, I learned. I know they say that traveling changes you, and mm-hmm. people, you roll your eyes like, oh, that's so cliche, but I can tell you firsthand, it changes you because when I was in that country and I experienced what it was like to be one of the only speakers of English, and I was, it was so lonely and isolating to be, to have that language barrier. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is this what? uh what's a good example like spanish speakers in the united states or french or you know maybe korean whatever it is or oh, that one deaf kid yeah well
1: you're in a world that that you can't communicate with
0: yes it's very scary and very lonely very isolating very unsure
1: very frisk
0: yes <laughs> mm. full circle full circle i mean um,
1: but the, you know it says it comes full circle but like that's i think it's that's part of the love of this game like community outreach to this game has been huge yes and it's it's because this it does come full circle everything everything can touch your life in a weird way be it like uh one of the creatures is a frog that hides on un- or may hide underneath a frog yes or a a, a, a fairy that doesn't want to fight yes like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was literally one of the most interesting things to me about this game. It's like, you can go through the entire game without killing anything. And that's to me, that's so unique. And like, I'm not sure if there are any other games that do that or do it so well.
1: None jump out to me. No, not um, at all. I actually found that that was a really interesting mechanic. It's what kept me coming back at first. Is I was like, oh, I can end these fights in a different way. I don't have to just like hack and slash my way through it. Right. There's dialogue. There's... You know things that are going on there's things to pay attention to if you if you keep an item for later it's it's useful right like keeping the stick is important <laughs> but because it can just they can end boss fights not eating the pie yes because you want to eat that pie
0: I do I do butterscotch pie yes
1: there's nothing wrong with butterscotch pie
0: <laughs> butterscotch is amazing butterscotch and cinnamon pie I was gonna say what if you add cinnamon to it do
1: you like cinnamon or do uh, you like butterscotch both. Okay, well, if you found <laughs> butterscotch or cinnamon on your plate, would you turn your nose up?
0: Absolutely cool. not.
1: Cool. All right, then then we can exist with goat mom.
0: What about snails? Uh,
1: you know what actually? <laughs> um speaking of traveling, uh that 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 prompted uh that prompted a thought in my brain. Oh, I went to France. Did you really? I went to France for a week. What? Yeah, for my uh my French class. We took a school trip in the summer.
0: That's amazing. Like, we
1: went for a whole week in France, so I ate I ate snails.
0: You tried escargot?
1: I love escargot. Did
0: you do you really? I
1: do. It's buttery, it's garlicky, and it tastes like chewing on balloons.
0: Chewing on balloons. I
1: hate to say that that's like, but that's the texture of snail. Right, is right. It's chewy. Right. And it's like, uh, it's like chewing on a balloon. Huh. But it doesn't it doesn't taste bad at all. Like everybody's like, "Oh, snails that has to be terrible." It's it's not. They don't come off slimy. Huh. Because they're usually like baked in garlic and butter oh i love garlic and sometimes are even coated with cheese
0: sounds like our dear goat mom toriel has some pretty refined tastes
1: exactly she's fancy huh she's fancy she's learned she has different learned she has different recipes for snails <laughs> i'm sure snail pie might not be the greatest of things but i try it once
0: <laughs> i'm sure you could spin it like people make pies out of meat
1: um <laughs> meat pies you would say
0: yes yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no i i i do relate to uh what you were saying about like um you know being uh not speaking the native language i had a, be- a bit of a leg up because most people in france speak english uh-huh. um it's taught in their uh in their elementary schools um it, it's taught since they're a kid to speak english because it's a they're a european nation and it's kind of like good practice because yeah, you're going to be yeah. dealing with English speakers a lot anyway. Right. But even then you don't want to speak English to them if you don't have to. Uh, yeah. Cuz it's rude. Yes. You don't want to be rude and trying to struggle through a language that you like you've taken in high school for a couple of years uh-huh. to a native speaker is is rough. Well, I had a I had a friend of mine who was over there with me and she wanted nothing more than to go to a native speaker in their element. And just have a conversation in French. That was her dream. Yes. And she gets there. And she says, bonjour, monsieur. And he says, I speak English. Oh, no. (laughs) Broke her heart. Yeah. Broke her heart. He was, but this is in Paris. It's in the city. Um, While it was a lovely place, it's a city. Right. Um, But I remember, like, she was crushed, heartbroken and i was like oh great we're looking for a store could yeah. you point us in the right direction <laughs> um yeah. we wanted we were ready to have that conversation in french i even had my little booklet out <laughs> and she <laughs> she was she was so crushed and i was like hun just go to the next person Yeah. talk to him yeah and we found a nice woman who she had a a very basic conversation with but she had her french conversation <laughs> and uh, it was lovely uh-huh and i was very proud of her and uh, i think that was a highlight of her trip yeah i was over the drinking age so i got to drink nice yeah <laughs> my mother had to sign a consent for that
0: uh i'm sure
1: and she's like if he's dumb enough in this once in a lifetime trip uh-huh to get blackout drunk uh-huh. that's on him uh-huh and i was like cool that's fair yeah um, i couldn't send any home to myself
0: right yeah Probably would've cost an arm and a leg anyway.
1: Would I uh, wouldn't have cared it was genuine French wine. Also true. Have you had genuine French wine? Nope. From France? Nope. From the vineyard? Nope. It's pretty damn good. <laughs> I can imagine. I just 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 throwing that out there. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I actually had a similar well, I can't say it's similar. It is similar and it isn't uh to your friend, actually. I would go up to people to try to speak Korean to them and they would just speak English because they would notice that I was struggling. And it's like you, your brow is furrowed and you look very nervous. Like, you know, <laughs> that's the impression I got. Anyway, nobody actually said that to me, but it's like you look unsure. So I speak English. I'll help you. You're, um, a, bit,
1: you're a bit whizmer.
0: I was a bit whizmer. Yeah, you could tell. A little bit whizmer. Um, actually, mm. quick quick story time. About, Never go full whizmer. I didn't know and I did, I'm sure I did more than once. (laughs) Um, similarly to being dropped down into the ruins, I left the dorm because we stay, I taught English at a university. So we got to stay in the dorms for, I guess, just, you know, courtesy. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm going to go do some shopping on my own. My roommate who is, well, she is from Chicago. She lives in LA now. Um, She went to see a baseball game, and I hate stadiums. They freak me out. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go off and do my own thing. And she says, okay, get off at this bus stop because the buses go everywhere in the city. Uh, We were in the capital city, Seoul. And I'm like, okay, that sounds, you know, easy enough. I was very wrong. Uh, (laughs) I happened to notice that I had been riding this bus for a little bit longer than which just felt normal. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I fucked up. And I actually ended up riding the bus back to the bus depot. And I was like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. I need to get out of here. And I was trying to ask the the bus driver, who I think I scared the shit out of him because I didn't think he thought anybody was left on the bus. Um, So I looked at him, but I'm trying to ask him, metro, where is the metro station? Because I knew the subway system. The thing about the subway system in Korea, it's fantastically simple to learn. Mm-hmm. Not like the New York subways where good luck and Godspeed. Have you gotten the um, pleasure
1: of riding the MARTA in I Georgia? I have. It's Last incredibly time. simple.
0: Yes. Yes. It was incredibly simple. Kind of like the one in Korea, but shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, so he didn't speak a lick of English. And I'm, I'm like, fr- I'm getting frustrated with the situation not with him because obviously like this wasn't this was not an interaction that was supposed to happen
1: also this is not the metro right <laughs> so
0: but I just remember getting off that bus and I still to this day I don't know where I was in the city but I must have been on the outskirts or something um I ended up I swear I walked like five miles that day because I just picked a direction and I walked. Kind of like you do when you fall down into the ruins. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to pick a direction and I'm going to go. And we'll I see what happens. Yeah, see what happens. And do I eventually found the metro station. So you were mentioning
1: all the 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 wandering, yes. and you know, you you have to sometimes wander and get lost before you can find your way. Right. Um. It's it's interesting that like all of these all these bouts of travel have led us home. Yes. Um. And they always do. Um, whether or not we we know that home when we see it, right. But we we all find our way, and one way so, or the other. We yeah, do. and that's why that's another reason I like the I like the ruins. I like that 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 start. It was such a good start. Yes, you get lost and you eventually find this place that's open to you, but you're not open to it.
0: Right, not yet. Anyway. Not yet.
1: You have you have places to be. You have to get you know you have to get out. You have to get where you were Uh uh-huh you have to get out you have to get where you were and you're not ready for that to be home
0: right right
1: and like that was the
0: fact that toriel is she's like you could stay here forever if you wanted to like we could just eat pie and be happy and read books by the fire and you know
1: yeah like you you, what you haven't turned on your game gone there and then just hit the first save point out there and just ended the game
0: (laughs) despite the fact that i wish i could Um, One of my favorite images from that little house is Toriel sitting in her chair by the fire. It's just such this tranquil, kind of echoes my own childhood. I really think that home is a state of mind because I left literally everything that I knew behind, but I carry with me, you know, I know that my parents they obviously still love me and want to see me succeed so they're still here you know despite the fact that they're five states away it's still here and yeah. i have people down here that i love and cherish so it was like jumping from one home and landing on the couch of another it's it's really home is what you make of it and i really think it is something that i think that we forget that it's not a place Mm-hmm. It's, H- home is a mindset. Yes, it is a mindset because you can have a house, but it's the people inside and the memories the ma- that you make that make it a home, really.
1: Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how welcoming your surroundings are. It doesn't matter how warm and inviting they are. If it's not home to you yet, it won't be. Right, right. And, you know, you might need to go into the basement and go through an entire adventure before you realize that you had home all along.
0: Yep, yep. you never know what someone else is going through either because obviously we can't be inside everyone's head uh you can't be inside someone's mind knowing what kind of battle they're fighting and i think i think i admire that in toriel too yeah yeah.
1: look at look at the battles that she was fighting she was going through a pretty gnarly divorce
0: (laughs) that is true
1: yeah and i mean like every everybody who goes through there dies yes and it's Purely on her, she feels it's her fault. Yep. That she could have prevented it, and she can't.
0: Right. Yeah, so she's got her own struggles, too.
1: That fight with Toriel
0: is (laughs) heart-wrenching. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it, because you know what happened the first time I fought Toriel. Not Mm. good. Not good things.
1: It's it's interesting that that fight, uh, the music for that fight is even titled Heartache. Yes. And it's not just for her or just for you. Like in both ways, you're. She's got an impossible decision, Mm -hmm. and you do too. Like, what do you? What do you do? Right. You've You've got to go home. You got to go know what's ahead. Uh huh. And she's been nothing but kind to you this whole time.
0: Goat mom. Goat mom.
1: But then again, you know, I have been a true, true fiend. (laughs) Um, Yeah. In every boss fight, there is a way to get them to where they. In every fight, in fact, for every monster, there is a way to get it to the uh, the where you can spare them. Uh-huh. With the the yellow pacifist. Yes. yes. When you do that, if you attack, it is a one hit KO, instant kill. Oh my kill. god! Really? It's it's betrayal. Ah. Uh, that's and, terrible. And uh, killing Toriel gives you that. Um, she gets a dialogue if you, if you do that to her, like if you get her to where you are about to spare her, Uh and then you stab her anyway, she tells you, I was wrong. I shouldn't have been protecting you from them. I should have been protecting them from you. You're just like them. You monster. You monster. (laughs) Like, uh, and the fact that the game reminds or like reminds you that you did it. Uh Uh-huh. Like uh, I like I said, my first run through, I didn't kill her. Right. Um, I, I I actually hate killing Toriel. I think god, it's uh. Go ahead, rub
0: it in. Yeah. Rub it's, in. I think
1: it's terrible. It's a <laughs> it's a fiendish thing to do. Oh my god. The only reason I know about this is because I intentionally did the genocide just to for completionism's sake. Right. I just wanted to see the rest of the story. There is a story to it. Yes. It's Chara's story. I'm not a huge fan of that portion of the story, but it does need to at least be told. Right. It right. exists. Right. But I, oh, God, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yes. So heartbreaking. Yes. And, uh, like, even even the pacifists run through that uh-huh. is just so heart-wrenching. Yes. Because she has been nothing but kind to you. Uh-huh. And she doesn't want you to go through terrible trials and tribulations. No mother wants their kid to go through anything terrible. right? But they know and she has that realization just like every kind of mom does you at some point you just kind of got to let your kid experience the world uh-huh it's it's greatness and it's terribleness uh-huh uh for all the for all the hubbub on trying to be protective that's not a life
0: right you can't keep your kid in a bubble
1: you can't and yep. they'll discover what home is yep and they'll come back yep Or they'll they won't. find
0: it and then you know
1: yeah you just have to trust that they'll find it
0: yes Trust that they'll find it and trust that trust that you raise them well enough to have the skills to cope, really. Like when mm. you get out there in the world and you fall flat on your ass. <coughs> it's in like, a, all right, in well. In a bed of roses or yep, yep.
1: yellow flowers.
0: Yep. Which um, is,
1: uh, conversely, the previous kid's grave. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oh.
0: <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs>
1: Spoilers on a game that most most people have played by now.
0: Or if they haven't, they should.
1: Ah, uh, yeah it and is
0: really like this game is just such a special experience from start to finish it is i don't want to gush about toby fox but i'm totally gonna gush about toby fox it is expertly crafted from the music to the dialogue to everything
1: it's because all this stuff brings up these these memories yes um you know going through something like the ruins if you if you just if you just play the game you think about things times that you were unsure times where you didn't know what home was right. the the phrase stay determined yes um you know when you when you fail and you, you you effectively die this is not the end uh-huh stay determined
0: uh-huh you fell flat on your ass it's okay pick yourself back up try again try again yep
1: so i mean that's and i i do i do like that message i know determination is is a human trait but you need to stay determined stay the course yes um whether the storm
0: yeah yeah
1: life gets you crappy and eventually you find home
0: you do but you kind of have to weed through a lot of shit (laughs) that life throws at you
1: yeah but that's part of life isn't it
0: it is i mean overcoming obstacles overcoming obstacles for me right now it's I'm still struggling to get on my feet you know I still find myself broke Mm -hmm. but I still have mom up in New Jersey willing to lend me it's like here put gas in your tank this week you know so it's nice to like yeah I fall flat on my ass and a lot of it is me weathering it alone but you never are really alone. If you establish that really clear view of home, like there's always going to be hands willing to pick you up when you Mm -hmm. fall. So I think that's what it's really about.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and to take that uncertainty and turn it into home. Yes. To weather the uncertainty and find your place.
0: Yep. It's all about finding your place in the world and finding the people that you click with.
1: Also support the spiders
0: oh my gosh yes their bake sale
1: yeah oh made by spiders for spiders
0: you know speaking of heartbreak uh i was actually too broke to afford some of their baked goods in that game and i was so sad <laughs> that i couldn't support those spiders <laughs> i was They're just... not gonna
1: be able to get out of snowden
0: i know just rub it in it's fine yeah, um, you monster <laughs> just drive that i'm just the worst
1: wait with all the murdering that you did how could you not support their bake sale
0: Oh, this was the second time I played.
1: Oh, I was going to say. I thought the first time you had plenty of money.
0: I think I bought the first time, what was it, a donut? Spider donut, I think. Spider donut?
1: Yes. And
0: I used it to heal myself while killing Toriel. Spider cider. Spider cider. Sounds gross. Sounds delicious.
1: (laughs) It's made for spiders, I mean, by spiders, from spiders.
0: That's true. That is true. And we are in the month of Halloween, so Mm. it's kind of appropriate.
1: (laughs) The spiders were MVPs. Really, they're the real MVPs the real whole MVP. time, whole time.
0: That fight, that this and Timmy. Oh, uh, a later, a later conversation for a later day. I'm but looking forward to that one. That uh, Muffet fight, yeah, hard. I had so yeah. much. I that was probably the fight that gave me the most difficulty. Besides Asgore, I just I took me like ten tries to get her down.
1: Uh, uh, do you know why it didn't take me many tries? Why I ate a spider donut. What? Aha, aha. What? You did not know. No. If you'll eat the spider donut or drink the spider cider during her fight, she just says, Oh, you must not be the person we're looking for because you supported the bake sale. Obviously you're not a terrible person. And what? she lets you go.
0: <laughs> Son of a Easy fight. Oh my god. Easiest
1: fight of my life. Uh... Items are important.
0: They're very important.
1: Kate. Story is important.
0: Story is important is anime real
1: is anime real (laughs) (laughs) yes anime is Uh, real it is history yes human history the history i choose
0: (laughs) i make my own destiny so we've been talking for a while now um i think it's important to kind of come back to the title because stay determined in big bold font well Um, that was intentional we chose that title yes and I think it's very important uh, for a number of reasons, but specifically this first episode, and it kind of goes, it jives really well with uh, the things we've been talking about um, because stay determined. I think determination is a very human thing, as you said earlier on when we were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, You're filled with it. I, you, So are you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we all have it. Sometimes we forget that we do, um, but I think... I think it is important to stay determined because you never know what's coming at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So it's it's specifically speaking to my journey that I've been on this summer. Um stay determined particularly speaks to me because for me it's just it's it's all important for me to do that because getting into this apartment and like securing my job and kind of Getting my feet under me and building my life. Really, I mean, I've hit some rough spots. I've hit some rocky, mostly financial. Um, <laughs> I'll be transparent. It's mostly been money issues, but they have really sucked and they have just made me feel like giving up. But it's so important for me to stay determined because I've got friends willing to support me. I've got my parents backing me, and it's like I know in my heart that it will not always feel like this. So if I can weather through these rocky spots it's going to be okay and it's going to feel a hell of a lot better than it might right now at certain times.
1: Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I, I completely agree. Uh, it's one of those, those things, the state determined motif. Um, I mean, we chose it because like, again, a powerful phrase and, and a defining phrase for, for the game. And, and honestly for, for life, Mm -hmm. I, I cannot say that I had a, a terrible, uh, childhood i cannot say that i've had a terrible life i, I have had a lot of privileges yes and i've had a lot of opportunity uh-huh that a lot of people do not have and i am very grateful for those but they do come with in everyone's life trials and tribulations yes mine comes from a, a background of being bullied uh-huh. a background of people telling me you can't people mm-hmm. telling me you won't people telling me you're not able and there were things that they were right about uh-huh. Um, as with as with everything, eventually someone's going to be right. If you throw enough spaghetti at the wall, something will stick.
0: <laughs> Are you sure it's not going to freeze? It could freeze <laughs> if you
1: throw you know some spaghetti against the wall. It just hits and just falls to the floor because uh-huh, uh-huh. it's frozen. As the microwave doesn't work,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the microwave never
1: works. It never works. <laughs> but well, they all because they're, they're all labeled pasta. Yep. But it is important to remember that. No one defines you but you. Yes. And no one can tell you. No one can make you stop. They can just tell you to. Right. It it is up to you to stay determined and to fill yourself or find things that fill you with determination. And to stay determined. Yes. And that to me is a very powerful message. And something that my younger self figured out on, I guess on his own, uh-huh,, um, but I'm glad this game is around to tell people, yes, to stay determined. yes, that you know you can't you can't break me, right. I will keep coming.
0: It's like that quote, and I'm a terrible person because I know it was somebody very important that said this. Um, "Nobody can make you feel inferior without your consent." Kind of, I feel like that's kind of exactly what you're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody can make me feel like garbage unless I let them. Yeah. So if I let that in and I let that negativity into my heart, it's going to destroy me from the inside out.
1: Yeah. It's important to remember, though, that if you hear something enough times, it does wear at you and eventually, you know, you start believing the voices. Right. And sometimes it is out of your control. But living by the mantra of, you can't affect me unless I let you. Yep. I... Because when you let someone affect you, you're giving them power, mm-hmm. and you're giving them control, and you're you're giving them determination. Yep. You're taking it away from you and giving it to someone else.
0: Yeah. Fuck you, Flowey.
1: It's really, really difficult sometimes um, to to say that it's always easy would be a lie, and would be just a, a detriment to the phrase. Yes. the uh, The most important times to remember are when it seems the hardest to stay determined.
0: Right. I think I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I honestly, there was really nothing bad about my childhood. I had an absolutely blessed upbringing. You know, mom and dad were always there for me. They were always there to support what I wanted to do. And they just really wanted to see me succeed my whole family, really. So I I find myself kind of beating myself up for that a lot, just based on what people have said to me. And conversations I found myself having, where it's like, you know, people have it worse than me. There's always somebody out there that has it worse than I do. Mm-hmm. But it's important to remember. Like I feel like that invites a lot of negativity, and because it's important to remember, well, my struggles are valid too. Yes, I have a lot of privilege. I'm fully willing to admit that I had a life that was just overflowing with privilege, mm-hmm. but. I still hit rocky spots too and I still hit struggles and strife and it just looks different. So it's it's very it's unique to each person.
1: Yeah, and I also I also like to follow the phrase uh, those who can should. Yes. And you know, coming <laughs> from that coming from that point where, you know, there where you have your own trials and tribulations, but they do pale in comparison to somebody else's does not mean that you do not have them. Right. But right if you have the opportunity if you have the opportunity to help someone to fill someone else with determination right you should oh absolutely and and coming from like from the air of like you've gone you've you've gone over that trial you uh-huh. you've succeeded you've you, you you are filled with your own determination to help somebody else along is one of the most powerful things you can do
0: right Oh, absolutely! To be that hand to pick somebody else up and lead them out of a really dark and rocky
1: spot—it's
0: mm. probably the best gift you can give someone. No. If you are able to help them, it's—it's mm. it's really. It'll feel good for you, and it'll help someone else. So. Well, I, su-
1: I suppose at the end of the day, you can either be flowy, or you can be toriel.
0: That is so true. And <laughs> which one are you?
1: That's always the question at the end of the day. Uh huh. But I'd like to leave you on. This is not the end. Stay determined. We'll see you in episode two.